Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so blessed and highly favored to be in your presence today, to be able to come to you any kind of social media that you are hearing this today. And there is a word for us to give us hope again, to take back what the devil may have stolen in our life. There may be some issue that you're dealing with um, that has you up at night. Maybe something going on in your life that you've given up hope on. Maybe a sickness in your body that you have just settled down now and just you feel like just living with what you have. But there is a God who can set you free and you shall recover all. If you want your help back and you want your health back and you want your joy back, if you want your peace back, God can restore it no matter what the devil has done to take it away. And there's a word for us coming out of the book of Job. Job the 14th chapter, starting with the seventh verse. And the word says, For there is hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. The next verse, verse number eight says, Though the root thereof wax old in the earth, and the stock thereof die in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will bud and bring forth boughs like a plant. Job is letting us know no matter what we lose in life, even when we lose our hope, for there is hope in a tree that is dead. And we all know in the Old Testament, in the Ark of the Covenant, in the Old Testament, God told him to put the Ten Commandments in the Ark and to put the bowl of manna that they ate on the wilderness and then to bring the rod of Aaron, which was a dead rod, but yet it brought forth flowers and budded. The reason why God told Moses to put the rod of Aaron in the Ark of the Covenant to let us know that Jesus could take something that was dead and bring it back to life again. And he can do the same thing in your life today if you would just only let him have his way. But you have to humble yourself and give yourself over to him. And something in your life, your love, your peace, you may have issues loving people because somebody hurt you. You may have uh, a, a, a hatred in your mind that you can't get over for another race or um, a group of people because something has happened in your past. Those co-workers that lied on you, uh, now you're dealing with the aftermath of it. That family member that um, didn't treat you right, that neighbor that never, never gave you peace or rest. There is hope for you today. Some may have been dealing with issues in your life so long, your children, your, your parents, your caregivers, and your dreams, your desires. 
that business that you wanted. You've given up hope on that situation. But I'm here today to tell you, if you just trust in God, your hope can be like a dead tree lying on the ground that has been cut down, like Job 14 and 7 says. But it will sprout again, and the tender branch thereof will not cease. So God is saying, if you come to him with that dead tree, that deadness of your life, the same way he raised Jesus Christ from the grave and let him conquer death, he will do the same thing for you. Not only for your life eternity, but also for you right here, right now, today. Quit living with dead things in your life. Let it go and let God have his way. God has a future for you and he wants you to know that he's done so much for you. And he wants you to have the very best life possible. But it's going to involve you giving your life to him and letting him take the dead things in your life and bring them back. Not the bad seeds, but the good seeds that we lose in life and begins to die on us as we go through life. Our love, our joy, our peace, our understanding, our patience, our faith. Oh, we get tested on every level and we lose along the way. But God is saying it could be like a dead tree on the ground. Though the root even be dead, being dead for a long time in your life. And the stock has died off in the ground. Even the root has uh, rotted away. And there is no life even in the root system. Or you know a tree or bush or a plant is dead. As long as it has the roots still wet and alive, it can come back forth. But God is saying even the roots can be rotted and dried and crumble all up. And he still can bring it back to life. And verse number nine says, and what will do it, what will change the situation, what will bring the root system back to life is the scent of water. It will bud. So the water doesn't have to get to it. Just the scent of the water can cause the roots to come back alive and the tree will bud again. Just the scent of the water. And that water today is the Holy Ghost, the presence of God, the water that flows from the kingdom of God freely, a fountain that's coming forth that can quench your thirst and provide life to a dead situation. Just the scent of that presence of God can change your life for all eternity. But you have to be connected. You have to get connected to that source. Be connected to that sense, that water source that comes from heaven. And it shall bring forth a plant. Jesus is the, the way, the truth, and the life. He is the light of this world. Some things that we give up on in our life that we should not be giving up on. 
In John 3.16, it tells us, never give up on the giver. And who is the ultimate giver of this universe? Jesus Christ. Because he gave us life. He gave us this world that we live in. The Father hung the stars and gave us the universe. Everything was given by God. So why give up on him when he is the ultimate giver? Never give up on the giver. For he says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish. So the Father gave his Son that we can have life and have it eternally and more abundantly. So don't ever give up on the one who gave you everything that you already have. The second thing that lets us know we should not give up on life and give up hope, we forsake him when he doesn't forsake us. Oh, we'll forsake God in a minute, but God has never forsaken us. Just think about the prodigal son in the Bible. The prodigal son wanted all what his father was going to give him after he had passed. And he went out in the world and lived a life, gave it all away, lost it in riotous living. Then the Bible said he was sitting in a pig sty, eating the pig's food. And he realized, he said, my father's servants have more food than I. I will go back and work for my father and be a hired servant. But when he came back to his father, his father was looking out for him and looking for him to return. And when he came back, the father gave him a ring to let him know he was part of the family again. Gave him shoes to let him know everywhere he went, you was walking in the family and the anointing of the family. Then put a robe on him to let him know that he was royalty. God wants to do the same thing for you, but you cannot forsake him because he will not forsake you. You may have gone out and destroyed everything in your life, got addicted to drugs, got addicted to sin and and now you realize, I want to come back home. If you would take the first step, just like the prodigal son did, God will meet you, put a ring on your finger, a robe on your back, and put you some shoes on your feet, and then prepare the fatted calf for a fest. Because you once was lost, but now you are found. The third thing and reason why we shouldn't give up on God. He never gave up on his disciples. In Luke 12, 17, chapter 6, verse, and in Matthew 8, chapter 26, verse, he oftentimes would say, O ye of little faith, but he never would leave them. He even told them one time, if you only had the faith of a mustard seed, you could tell this mountain be the remove and the mountain would jump over into the sea. When they got out of line, he never gave up on them. 
When they lacked faith, he never gave up. When they lacked power, he never gave up on them. He will say, how long shall I be with you before you truly learn how to walk in faith? Sometimes we let God down, but God doesn't let us down. We can always come back to God and ask God for forgiveness. I don't care what you're going through today. I want you to know whatever may be in your life that may be dead. You can be like Job the 14th chapter. For there is hope of a tree that has been cut down. That it will sprout again and the branch shall come forth. Even though the roots may be waxed and old in the earth. And stock have died down in the ground. Just at the scent of water, it will bud and bring forth. God wants you to bring forth fruit in your life. He wants to overfill you for you can be a blessing to someone else. He wants to overflow to happen in your life. So it can go over and overflow into someone else. Let God have his way. I'm going to say a prayer today. If somebody who may not know Jesus or you just want to rededicate your life to Christ, say this prayer along with me. Gracious God, I come now. Father, forgive me of my sins. I repent of everything I did that wasn't right in the eyes of God. Lord, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Wash me. Cleanse me, create in me a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. Father, have your way. Forgive me, Lord God. I believe that Jesus died on the cross after he gave the Lord's Supper the night before. Went to a borrowed tomb, but got up with all power in his hand on that Sunday morning. Now he sits at the right hand of God, interceding on my behalf, I believe. Father, let me be part of the holy family of God forever. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen, amen, and amen. We love you at Neely. We're praying for you. We want you, want you to be encouraged, and we want you to remember, keep a smile on your face. For that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed, people of God.